This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest world football show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book from the app Because We Win team here on the Betting Weekly Extra Time podcast with myself, Steve Wiss, and RJ. We're back for episode number five of this World Football Show. We're back in profit, RJ, uh, plus 0.61 uh, profit with a, an ROI of 3.05%. Uh, overall uh, winners last week, um, you were close to that clean sweep yourself, RJ. Very unlucky in South Korea. Yeah, as we talked about a little bit briefly, Steve, it was some uh, trickery going on out there, if you will. I saw three goals were were ruled off for for offsides, maybe maybe two, and then one was a foul. But uh, you know, maybe they'll be practicing that in this week just to uh, see if they can stay on sides next next match. But uh, you know, it, it's part of the game; it happens. But glad to be in profit uh, this past week and, and overall, and and looking forward to keeping that momentum this week. Yeah, I hit two out of three winners. And to be fair, the one I did lose on uh, Elfsborg against IFK Gothenburg there. Gothenburg actually played a lot better than I expected they would. And um, I've no problems uh, losing that pick. Uh, we move on to this weekend. We've got three picks each. We're going to start with you, RJ, here. You're going into Iceland. Uh, this is on the 21st of July. And um, it's going to be... Uh, it was interesting. I was looking at the results in, in the Iceland top division uh, recently, and a lot of cappers out there were losing on, uh, on, on on Iceland top division because there were several under matches involved. And I don't really know. It's known for being a very high scoring country. You're in the first division of the second tier of, of Iceland, and you've got a match between Fjolnir and Aegir. Uh, talk us through your pick for the game. Yeah, great, great again. Uh, thank you with the pronunciation help, Steve. That's uh, that was perfect. We'll 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 go with that. Um, yeah. So uh, for Joel there, uh, the the home side minus four thirty five on the money line. They're in second place, uh, nine points out of the top spot against Igear, uh, who are in last place in the Iceland Icelandic first division, uh, one deal as they call it. They're plus eight hundred. Um, so the the play I'm looking at here is, is most know I target goals. So I'm looking at over 3.25 goals at minus 110. Uh, for Joiner, led by uh, 25-year-old forward Mani Hilmarsson. Uh, he's essentially just an Icelandic journeyman who's been around uh, the Iceland leagues since he's been around 17, 18 years old. He's played for uh, the youth teams. And um, for Joiner, so... Arguably the, the top home side in the first division in Iceland. They have 16 goals for in just five matches, which if you do the math, that's around 3.2 goals for per match this side at home. They've only the interesting fact is they have only kept a clean sheet just once so far in their first five matches. Um, and we are about 52% done. So we'll call it 50% through the season. So we have a good data set to work with. Um 
this home side, uh, Phil Jonair, is based out of Reykjavik, which is the capital of Iceland. They were relegated from the top division in Iceland last season, and obviously they're they're looking to get their way back up, right? They're sitting in second place. Um, they are one of the few sides, though, in Iceland to not win a title in the top division. Um, so th- there's a little bit of history there. Uh, I think they were founded around 1990. And then Igear, the away side, uh, who's a side who was recently promoted from the second division in Iceland, uh, were a side founded in 1937. And they've essentially been a mainstay in the lower divisions in Iceland. Um, they focus a lot on youth development. And for them, they've made it up from the fourth tier all the way to this, this uh, well, we'll call it the first below the premier division tier. So it's a pretty big step for them. Um, they are. So one interesting thing about this match. So they are plus 800. All right. So they're obviously clear underdogs. But if you look at the gold total uh, over 0.5 goals. So essentially for them to just score one goal is minus 155. All right. Um, they have have really failed to score on the road. They, they're pretty terrible side. But uh, it's it's interesting to see that number. So the books, although they have a joint of favor to win the match, do believe that they'll put a put a goal up on the board. So I found that interesting. Um, anyways, again, from a stat perspective, Phil Joyner, 3.2 goals for 1.4 against. They've only kept a clean sheet in one of their last five home matches. Uh, I gear on the other hand, 1.4 goals for 2.4 against. So, um, you know, having yet to keep a clean sheet nor fail to score the away side has some fight in them. Uh, and then Phil Joyner coming off two draws with obviously a need to kind of keep up with the first place side, after Elding, what's my best work at that pronunciation? Um, they're nine points behind them for that guaranteed promotion spot. So again, coming off two draws, they'll be looking hungry to snatch all three points against this uh, bottom dweller, high gear side. Yeah, over three point two five goals there. That's the pick. So yep. if there are three goals exactly, you'll only lose half your stake, which is always a useful. Uh, tool to have in, in your back pocket just in case. Um, but yeah, this looks like it should be quite a high scoring affair. Bottom of the table, uh, Agia here, nine out of 12 defeats, just one clean sheet. Uh, actually came in their most recent match, but that was against the other team right down there at the uh, bottom of the table. That's Iceland Division, uh, second tier in Iceland. Um, I'm going to move us to Sweden again. And once again, um, I'm getting involved in an Elspore game. I can't avoid Elfsborg games uh, this season, RJ. They're, they're really generally quite a good team to watch. They're playing good football, quite open. And I got it wrong last week. I, they just didn't perform. But I think I underestimated IFK Gothenburg. It was a derby fixture. Um, and they just gave it all for their fans. Now, the match this week is Jorgarten against Elfsborg. The pick I like is over 2.75 goals. This is fourth place against first. Uh, Elfsborg drew, but actually it turned out to be a decent draw for them because Malmo lost yet again, the big team really in, in Sweden, the biggest club. Mm-hmm. Um, and they lost at Jorgarten 2-0. And I was dead impressed with how Jorgarten played in that game. They got a fantastic home record, uh, Jorgarten, from Stockholm. Eight out of nine home wins uh, and only one draw. And that match finished 2-0 against Malmo last week. It should have been more. I think they should have had three or four goals to be honest with you. Um, and I think if they, if they, they play the same sort of game plan here, the same sort of style, then they're going to be scoring probably a couple of goals on Elfsborg, who 
I think I hope we'll take some lessons from last week and not be as timid. Um, they've got a good away record this year, the best away record in, in Sweden, six wins out of seven. So we've got an unbeaten home side against an unbeaten away side who uh, says so something's got to give here, really, hasn't it? Unless it's a draw. Um, but I could see it being like a two-all draw, really. Elfsborg do have plenty of attacking weapons, like I've said before. Your garden at home are very, very strong. I thought the goal line might be around three mark actually rather than 2.75 so we can get plus 100 on this so again we only need three goals to make some sort of profit on the game uh, and i will always go with that 2.75 goal i know the 2.5 if i can and um yeah i think it'd be a good watch your garden need to win if they're gonna get back in the title race and elsborg are not the sort of team who settle for draws very often so it should be end to end. I don't don't see it being cagey affair. So unless chances are missed, then there should be at least three goals in the game. But I do have a mixed record with Elfsborg. I tend to sort of go win loss win loss on when I bet on them. So hopefully I'm due a win this week. You do you do for a win, Steve? Yeah, I I, I like that. And I know you have more of a familiarity with this with the Sweden league than than I may have. Um, you know the the um, the home side. Um, your garden have have obviously been been a little stingy in terms of uh goals allowed you know uh kept kept a clean sheet and 80 percent so four out of five of their last home matches just allowing just two goals um obviously proved to be tricky for malmo as well right they couldn't even find the net um and they are struggling a bit but but elsborg on the same token are remind me of the of the malmo we're typically used to seeing right the side that just puts up two two plus goals per match so I, I expect the home side to be challenged here for sure. Yeah, they do have the best uh, defensive record at home in the league. Only four goals conceded uh, for, for Jorgarten. But I, I I definitely think Elfsborg will score on them here. Um, I'll be If Jorgarten yeah. keep a clean sheet here, I'll actually I'll say fair play to them. Um, that would be a great achievement against this team at full of goals. Uh, we're going to move now to uh, Paraguay. Paraguay, uh, for the first time on the show uh, in in five episodes, uh, Primera Division. I have to say, RJ, I've never had a bet in a Paraguayan game. So, you know, this is your here your moment to try and persuade me to get involved <laughs> and the listeners in the Primera Division. And uh, the match is between Sportivo Trinidense against Resistencia. <laughs> Perfect. Once again, I have my main man, Steve, with the pronunciation, uh, the perfection uh, of the pronunciation. Yeah, it's uh, well, hopefully I've won you over, Steve, and maybe some others in the Uruguay division, because that that league is is fun. I actually watched the uh, match last week with Liverpool versus Plaza Colonial, and it started off crazy, right? A a penalty in the first two minutes. Uh, Even the announcer was going nuts. Couldn't believe it. Uh, and then uh, Liverpool ended up getting the red card, I think, around 12 minutes in. But somehow, some way, uh, the goals came through. But once again, South American soccer, it's, it's pretty uh, it's an interesting dynamic red card or not. So, again, yes, we're shifting to Paraguay. Um, this place stood out to me. And uh, the play I like here, it is it is uh, I think we're three matches into the uh, well, we're going to be three matches into the Clausoris, which is the closing part of the of, of a tournament. Um, but still, the rosters are similar. So Trinidense, the home side, I'm looking at Asian handicap line minus zero point seven five goals uh, minus zero point seven five at minus one ten. So what that means is if 
the Trinidense, the home side, were to win by one, uh, half the half the bet, half the wager would be returned, half would be a win. So they have to win by at least one goal uh, to get profits. So uh, it's a little bit different than the straight uh, draw no bet or or, or or money line here. Um, so as I said, this is early in the Clasora tournament, uh, but it st- this stood out to me from the home side dominance on their own turf. They have they have won. Their last six matches going into the previous tournament, which is called Apertura, which is like called the opening tournament. And the roster has relatively remained the same. Over the last five matches, they have not failed to score and have kept a clean sheet in four out of their last six uh, relative, relatively, with relatively similar opponents like Resistencia. Uh, Resistencia, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Resistencia, on the other hand, have failed to score in four out of their last five away matches and have scored just one goal and allowed 11 in that span. So about as poor as you can get, right, uh, other than not scoring at all. And uh, Sportivo, the home side, have, have mainly lived in the lower divisions. Um, most people may not know, but they made like a kind of an epic run in the Copa Paraguay, so the cup of the Paraguayan um, country. Uh, they made it to the final, which kind of brought some attention to them and ended up bringing some some fan base, uh, some player personnel changes. And uh, again, from from a stat driven perspective, this play looks very good to me. Um, it is early in, in the uh, in the tournament, but I expect them to win by one, maybe two. Um, and I'm fine with a half half win here. But I didn't really love the money line because last night when I looked, it was like minus 145, minus 150, and and that's just too uh, too juicy for me. Yeah, you're on this minus 0.75 Asian handicap at minus 132. I guess there might be some out there who prefer uh, minus one Asian at bigger odds, but you do win half if um, they just win by one goal, and that is a handy. Again, a handy tool to have in your back pocket, as I keep saying. Uh, some of these, you've got to make in, in in betting. You've got to you've got to sort of you've got to take the right line, haven't you, RJ? It's really important because these little half wins do add up over the course of the season. They really do. And just a correction, Steve. So I, I had written down one thirty-two. Uh, it's actually minus one ten. Uh, so that was a that was a mistake yeah. on my part. But yeah, you're right. It's um, it's kind of just picking your spots. Like like when I look at this this play, I look at this play as as a team who could absolutely win 2-0, maybe 3-1. Um, but I, I have a hard time seeing three goals here. Um, if anything, you know, uh, a 2-0 win would be good, but I could also see 1-0. Um, I, I just, even if the away side scores, I have a hard time seeing the home side not score two goals here. So taking a taking a little bit of a chance, but get get a better return at the end of the day as well if it comes through. Sportivo Trinidense minus 0.75 Asian handicap. They have won their last six games at home. Yep. So it looked a strong side in front of their own fans. Uh, I'm going to move us back to Sweden again. This is on uh, Sunday now, 2 p.m. kickoff time in the UK. Uh, minus five hours on Eastern. What's that? 9 a.m. Eastern time for North Shipping against Degaforce. Um, and. This is a team total bet at quite a big price. This is on Norshipping's team total over two and a half goals at plus 185. So I need them to score three goals or more, which might sound a lot, but they are against this shambolic, <laughs> shambolic Degaforce defence, which has conceded 40 goals now in 16 league games. They 
they're a shambles. I mean, I watched them last week. They they lost three nil at home to a team called Sirius. Who yeah, Sirius are not great. They're not a great right. team. Um, and if you're losing that many to them at home, you've got big problems. Um, now Degafors usually actually at home are a little bit more competitive, but away from home, they've lost six out of seven games. They've got a five to twenty five goal differential. Um, they've took to really really big beatings in in certain places this year 5-0 at Malmo 6-1 at Hecken uh Gothenburg beat them 6-0 and I think Norshipping are very much very capable of, of hammering them as well really um bit of a weird team Norshipping they I struggle to actually read them to be honest one week they play really well the next week they lose but they do have goals in them they've got some decent scorers um you could look at Victor Linde at any time but plus 138 um, that's not a bad price. Christopher Nyman is plus money to score. He's then main number nine. I think both should get on the score sheet here. Troustison, watch out for him. He's on penalty duty. So, um, yeah, I think Dorshaping, all, all things considered, should certainly win the game. But you're not going to get Rich back in them at minus 190 on the money line um, at all. And even the handicap you're needing... You know, minus 1.25 territory on handicaps, really, or minus one, which is all right. But I'd just rather take the straight team total over two and a half at big, big odds, plus 185. You know, this is a, I mean, this is a, a full unit stake. Um, but there's a really, really strong return if it, if it, if it can hit. Um, so, you know, obviously there's a risk because the, the odds are, are bigger than normal. But if they certainly should get at least two goals, at least two. And then you're just hoping they get a third goal. You know, maybe Degger Force can force them to have to score a third goal. But if not, then they can maybe run Rice and win three or four nil. I just love betting against this defence of Degger Force. It's terrible. And I mean, oh, you would score against it, RJ. Seriously. I mean, it's 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 a shambles. You watch them play, they are just so wide open, it's untrue. So I couldn't resist I I promised myself actually every single week I'm gonna be betting. Team total, whoever plays Degafors, whether it be a two and a half team total or a one and a half team total, I'm on it. So, North shipping over 2.5 goals on their own plus 185, that'll do me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a calculated risk, right? It, it, the, the odds are, are favorable, right, for a return. And Norkaping have scored at least, uh, what, two goals in their last uh, four matches? Uh, well, they've scored two goals in three out of their last four matches. Uh, Degafers are, as you stated, dreadful. So, yeah, it's, this is a good chance, Steve, to to take that sort of calculated, uh, call it a risky bet, but rarely, really, it's uh, proper for a good return if it comes through. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can't can't hate this one. And, um, yeah, I, I'd like to think I could score on them, too. I mean, you know, um, I wouldn't mind going out there a little bit. I haven't played in a little bit, but uh, I was a little, little fun fact, I guess. I was all state. Right. So in the United States, they have like all division and then they have all state. So like top players in each state get nominated. So actually one of the <laughs> funny facts for me when I was a junior in high school, I was nominated for all state um, in my home state, which is actually the smallest state in the country. So it's not like a huge feat. But some of my friends who I did play with went on to play in actually Sweden and, and MLS. So uh I doubt wow. I could score though, Steve. I'll tell you, you know, the stamina. I don't know if I could keep up these days, but uh, give me, give me what a chance. What position did you play, RJ? I used to play uh, stopper, so, uh, so defense, defender. central defensive. Right. Yeah, it's kind of the 
yeah. the glue that tried to hold it all together, so to speak, you know? It was a long time ago um, I, when I just played a bit of Sunday league football, as we call, call it over here, but I was a, a goalkeeper. Um, okay. Not, not bad handling, um, but it's been a long time since I've actually played soccer. It's, it's weird. These days I'm more found on the cricket field or on the golf course, RJ, rather than on same, the soccer field. Same here. Um, so, <laughs> Less chance but, yeah, of injury, think, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine you getting up, um, going up one of the set pieces against Degafors and getting your head on one of the corners because they cannot mark anyone. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they won't mark anyone in this week. So, uh, I like it. yeah, we'll move on to your final pick of the show. And you're going to the lights of Las Vegas here. Um, uh, Las Vegas lights against Harford Athletic. So, uh, yeah, ironic, isn't it? You know, the, the gambling capital of the world or whatever you want to call it, we've got to pick here in the USL Championship League. Yes, so this is the league below MLS, right? So we got Major League Soccer and then the Championship League. Uh, looking at a play, Las Vegas Lights versus Hartford Athletic. Both teams to score at minus 128. Uh, both of these sides are at the bottom of their conference table, right? So they're the Eastern and Western Conference in the USL. Las Vegas is at the bottom of the West. Hartford's at the bottom of the East. This play just simply stood out from a stat perspective. Las Vegas, over their last six matches at home, have scored... 1.5 goals, right? So just over one goal, and they've allowed two. Hartford, on the other hand, have, again, scored 1.54, allowed 2.17 against. Very similar stats, but, again, the interesting part here, or fact, is the fact that neither side have failed to score over their last six, nor have they kept a clean sheet. So 100% conversion rate to score, 100% conversion rate to allow a goal, Um both sides again are at the bottom. There's essentially nothing to uh, nothing to lose for either side. So I find I find this number very uh, surprising. I would expect to see this minus 150, minus 160 to be honest, and I would expect this to drift closer towards kickoff. Uh, and both these sides are newly formed sides, right? Vegas was was formed in 2017. Both sides have, I mean, if you look at the USL, this mixed bag of talent. They got talent from St. Vincent, uh, you know, Panama, just just various uh, talent from from around the world. A lot of younger talent, too, looking to uh, to make advancements. There's generally not a lot of uh, veteran talent in this in this league. So there's a lot of young players. Um, and, you know, the I don't have a firm update but i know recently the U u.s uh, the north america uh, the football federation are looking at some kind of promotion relegation uh set up here for mls usl so hopeful in the next few years that that's built and 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 there's a nice foundation for relegation and promotion uh just just makes sense and you know there's actually a team uh, in Rhode Island that's going to be playing next year, Rhode Island, they're called Rhode Island FC. They're building a brand new stadium uh, right on the water outside of the capital city. So uh, there is a lot of expansion going on and, uh, and, and hopefully it continues. It's certainly not a top division in Europe, but uh, let's at the very least, Steve, let's hope both these sides find the net here in this match for us and the viewers. I really like this pick, actually. I've always had a theory when two poor teams play each other, matches just go wild and open because they fancy beating each other 
um, yep. and the pressure's off. And it's just that you, you go into a game and you think, you know what, we've actually got a chance here for once. Right. So we might as well swing. We might as well have a go. Uh, it's a rare chance for either team to have. I mean, they've got three wins between them in, what, nearly 40 matches played. Um, yep. So they're terrible. Um, you'd use it. I've been involved in sports teams where... You, you know you you know you're having a bad year but then you you do have that the odd opportunity against someone just as bad and you yep. just go for it massively hard so I, I both teams score looks a really good pick I, you know it's the sort of match i usually back overs blind in as well a bit so uh, well worth having a look at there las vegas lights against harford athletic on um this is another sunday fixture i do believe uh, uh, no saturday saturday, saturday. Yep. sorry it's on saturday um Okay, final pick of the show. I'm going to Norway here, and this is a Monday evening match between Viking and Arlesund. And the pick is over 3.25 goals at minus 107. And basically, I think this could be a, a really bad beating for Arlesund. They've um, they've had a really tough week actually. They've uh, they've got beaten. This is going to be their third game in the space of eight days. Um, they lost 3-0 last weekend to get home to Odd. They lost 5-1 on Wednesday evening against Lillestrom. And they also had a man sent off in that game very early. So they've had to play probably the last, I think, 70 minutes with 10 men. And they've got battered. And that, physically, that's horrible for them. And they've only got four days to recover. Viking are doing really well in the league this year. Uh Big surprise package, actually. They're second place. No one expected them to be this high. Uh, they've won five games in a row. They've got they've had eight days to prepare for this one. And usually, although the last two have been unders, most of their matches do contain a lot of goals, um, partly because they possess such a strong offence. They've got really strong players in the squad, like uh, Tripic, Lars, Jürgen, Salverson. Um, they've got technical players. They've got bully players who are physically strong. Um, they shouldn't have a problem winning this game. But I'd rather take the goal line rather than the Asian handicap, which is minus one and a half. I said last week, minus one and a half Asian, one of my least favourite bets mm. in world football. And what happened? The pick I took, it lost, didn't it? I just have a bad... I have a terrible record on, on that, that Asian line. So I'll go with the goals instead. Arlison they're starting to score more goals recently to be fair to them they, they bagged one when they had 11 men in midweek so maybe they can come here and get on the score sheet but i think viking can get three or four on their own anyway um it's just usually a good idea to be on the goals when you're in their games Alison are there for the taking right now they're bottom of the table they're going to go down i think they're just i mean seven points from 15 games is not good enough for the halfway stage um it's just 33 goals conceded I, I'm expecting this to be four nil. I think is very possible, but you know, if not four one, five one, and um, yeah, I mean, for those who prefer to take sit sides, then you could just take them on the money line beaking here, add them to a parlay. If you really like handicaps, then take the handicap. But I, I'm always a goals man rather than a handicap man, so we'll go over three point two five at minus one oh seven. Um, if there is exactly three, we'll only lose half, but I think there's a good chance of the full cash. Yeah, Steve, I looked at this play as well. I almost added this to my to my card. Uh, you know, I, I I like the other three that I had had mentioned previously here on the show a, a slightly more, but I very very much like this play and and will be on it myself. Um, 
as you said, the, the cram schedule for, for Allison, um sitting at the bottom. I remember the side when they were in the Obos League in a couple of years ago. They were quite dominant, um, and they've they've certainly hit a hit a wall here up in the uh, in the top division. So, and and Viking is a side that's been on the crest, right? They're just every year creeping up the table, and 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 this is a, the side that's uh, really hungry for that top spot. So, three um, one. I say here, right? Three one looks looks three pretty, one feels about right, yeah. Three, feels about feels, right yeah. here. So yeah, I'm I'm on board. I like this like this a lot, Steve. Yeah, that they're, they're absolutely the biggest yo yo team going in Norwegian football, Alison. They go down, they come back up. That they're, they're kind of like the West Brom of, of Norway. Although yeah. West Brom haven't come up for a while now. They've had two years without promotion for them. But uh, right. yeah, they just I don't know what it is. They're one of the, they did well to survive last year, Alison, but Looks like they're heading straight back down, and they'll probably come straight back up again. Um, it's just the way world football is. It's a seesaw for them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It certainly is. That that concludes the show. As always, it's been a pleasure, my man. Uh, six picks there. Let's hope we can go on the uh, clean sweep and uh, continue on the profit train for the world football show here. Likewise, Steve. Great, great to be here with you, and uh, good luck, everyone. Appreciate y'all listening to the show. Yeah, do check out the socials at Because We Win. Also, the Instagram account for other content from other sports like tennis. Um, but otherwise, do gamble responsibly. Remember, all prices are available from the Bet Rivers website. Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. But from myself, Steve Wiss, and RJ, it's goodbye. Until next time, take care, everyone.